Hello and welcome to the Glinda History Podcast. I'm Josh Page and with me is Liz Morley. And we're going to be talking about all things historical. So hello Liz, what are we going to be talking about today? So today we're going to be talking about a tragedy that happened in 1877 in a town called Dolgeslai. Now I know that's quite close to where you live Liz, uh, could you tell us a bit about the area? Okay, so Dolgeslai is situated at the foothills of Cadaridris in Snowdonia. It is at the the mouth of the estuary, the Malvach estuary. And um, it was a chief market town in 1877 for the Medianethshire county and it was very popular with tourists because it's so beautiful um the great western railway went through to barmouth from there so uh, yeah they the main industries of the town were um woolen trade and they had very close links with the transatlantic slave trade because they their woolen products were used to clothe the clothe the slaves um there were several quarries in the area and many sheep farms, lots and lots of sheep farms, as there are still today. It's very surprising for Wales. Mm. Um, so moving on to the incident, the tragedy, um, could you give us a bit of uh, background information about the people involved? Okay, so uh, one person was Sarah Hughes, who was a 36-year-old single mother of two, um, who is re- reported to be, um, the children were reported to be illegitimate children. Um, however, I have since discovered that she was married um, previous in the 1871 census. She was married. So, she? yes. So maybe they weren't illegitimate. Anyway, Sarah. That, that was. That goes, went against her name. Yes. It, yeah. Oh, definitely yeah. tarred her name. Um, but she lived with her sister Margaret in a little village called Brithdir, which is four miles out of Dogeslai. And the other person involved was um, Cadwallad Jones. He was a 26-year-old um, small f- sheep farmer. Um, and he lived in the woods above Dogeslai, in a farm, obviously. He didn't live in the woods. Um, and he got married to a lady called Elizabeth um, on the in 1886. And they had a, a baby shortly after. Um, he also was working with Sarah because Sarah was a char lady, so she used to travel around doing everybody's laundry and stuff. And he works at a farm where um, she used to visit, so they knew each other. So they had previous. They had previous. They had previous. So um, then something happened to Sarah. Yes. They, so right? Sarah disappeared. She disappeared. And so when, when was that? that was on the fourth of June, eighteen seventy-seven. Um, she was last seen walking back towards home after she'd visited several people in Dogeslai. So she'd walked four miles to get to town and then she had to walk back. So there was also a lot of witnesses that saw her walking away from the There was uh, one person in particular in a place called um, Velin Ship, which is ship mill in English, Um, and that was at 9pm. So it must have been... uh, It must have been a nice evening in June to be walking back. So it would have been light still, Mm. I think. So um, she was never seen again after that. Um, The next day, though, or a few days after, her um, dad went to town to look for her because she hadn't been home. Sorry to stop you there, but it's quite obviously showing the difference in today and then. Mm. It takes two days for a family to sort of raise the alarm. Mm, Because it was them days 
it would take longer to get somewhere. And if she picks up work or something like that, she could be off in a farm working somewhere. So, so it wouldn't have been a surprise that she'd be away for a few days no, working? No, right, okay. not at all. Okay. Um, so yeah, so her father went down to town to raise the alarm um, and the police constable turned around to him and said, well, she's probably run away to South Wales to the coal fields to get Work. a husband. Oh, a husband. Yes. Um, so they, they said that um, she'd probably done that. So the disappearance was published in the newspapers all around the country, actually. Um, so, so, so then there was a search? There was a search after... Two, three weeks, there was a search. Two, three weeks? Yes, there was a search of the area. The people of the town thought it was an idea to go and search around with dogs. So the men of the town, sorry. So they um, they would travel around with their dogs looking for scents of Sarah. And that was in ju- late July. That, that was, was in late July, yep. Um, and one morning on the 27th of July... A young girl was uh, crossing a, it's a bridge in Dogetli, and it's still called Tim Bridge today. Um, and at 7am, this young girl was crossing the bridge, and she found a bit of an arm in the, in river, the river. In the river. Right. So she ran to her parents, and she raised the alarm. Um, so then they sent out a search party of the river. So the whole town was searching for Sarah. Mm. So through the morning, after the little girl had found the arm, there was 10 other pieces of Sarah's body. So, eleven pieces of eleven pieces of Sarah's body. Eleven pieces of Sarah's body found along the river from the woods towards the woods above Dogetli into the town itself. Um, so, and the, these sorry, these were washed up on caught in the in the edges of the, the river of the in river, the banks. Right, okay. That's it in the, the banks, banks of the river. river. Um, but there was a part of her left leg that was still missing. Right. So anyway, they bundled up all the bits of body mm. and then they took it to the mortuary. In Dogatli. In Dogatli, where they pieced her back together and then got her dad and her sister to go and identify the body. That must have been horrendous for them. Yeah, um, you can't even imagine doing that. No, no, it's just crazy. So, So they went, identified her, yes, it was her... So then it was the hunt for the killer. Yeah. Were there any leads? There were leads because on the morning that the body was found, there was some suspicious activity by a young man called Cadwallader Jones, mm-hmm. who was up up a bit higher than the town in the river, fishing without any bait. And uh, someone was like, oh, and the f- river was in full flood as well. So there would have been no chance of getting fish. Because it, it would have just been impractical, impractical for it. Um, so, so yeah. So, they went up to search his house. And in the field next to the house... Uh, no, what? sorry. While he was in the house, um, he confessed to, to doing the crime. So, they... they so, he confessed there and then to yeah, killing it? Yeah, to the superintendent while the people were searching around. Um, but what he actually had done was awful so he'd found sarah on the on the way home she was on her way way home so he met her um and then don't know how but he got her hooked up to his house and murdered her and then he buried her in the field next to their garden his garden um and he thought he was safe but when he heard that the dogs were going to go and 
track her down. Um, he panicked, so then he thought, oh, I better do something about this. So he dug her back up, took her over to his work shed and cut her up into pieces and then chucked her in the river. Because the river was in full flood, he thought it, that Sarah would wash out to sea, but um, but she didn't. She ended up in town. It sounds like something out of a Victorian crime novel. Yes, yes. It doesn't sound like something that would happen in a small village in... North Wales. North Wales. No, and nothing had happened like that before that either. I suppose it's a bit of a theme of the Victorian era murder, isn't it? Yeah. Later with the Ripper and things like that, so... Definitely. It's um, it's quite harrowing, isn't it? Yeah, that that is... I think that it's real. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. But you can see where these novelists got their ideas from. Mm, Things like this did happen. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, So, so what happened to him? What happened to him after he'd confessed, and then he got arrested. He got taken to the jail in the town, um, which still stands today. It's not a jail though; it's a restaurant. Um, And then, so the thirty first of October, he went to Chester Assizes. So he went to go from Dolgarthly. All the way to Chester. They're the nearest assizes at the time? Uh, yes, that, that, they were the assizes so, of the area. During this period, were there many executions still happening? Or do we know this? I don't know this. Because it's quite late, really, for hang- yeah. hanging. Hanging, yeah. Um, so there was not an execution in Dogetli since 60 years before this. Right, okay. So... There was no infrastructure there to actually do that. No, no, not at all. So he was sent to Chester. Sent to Chester, told he was going to be hung, went back to Dog Atli, spoke to a priest, a vicar. Sorry, so preacher. He, he was allowed to go back to Dog Atli? Yeah, so he went back to the jail in Dog Atli. Right, okay. Because he was going to be hung in Dog Atli. Right, okay. Um, so when he got back to Dog Atli, he spoke to a preacher and confessed all his sins, all of what he's done. And... Um, did he, so did he give a reason for why he committed the crime? Um, no, he didn't. But her sister alleged that Sarah was pregnant. Could they have discovered that in the post-mortem? Well, you would think so, wouldn't you? But it was mm. nothing... Sorry, one question I was meant to ask previously was, were the, was her whole body her whole body discovered? Was there anything? No, there was a part missing, her left leg. Just Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. yeah. Um, so they could, have, they could have ascertained whether she was pregnant. She was pregnant yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they had the medical advancement yeah. by then to to do that. Um, so, no, there was nothing mentioned in the postmortem of her pre- being pregnant, okay. but it was reported in the papers that she was pregnant. Was this a national um, story or was it, um, it, it localised? Went, it was in the Times, so, right, okay. you know, pretty nationalised. Mm. It was only a little part of news in the Times, but it was in the Times. Um, and it, it's still spoken about today. That's why I know about it. Cause it was probably the most harrowing thing to ever happen in in that area area. yeah Yeah. well it's one of them there's been things that happened after um but yeah so so he went back to dog i spoke to the preacher confessed his sins then he was to be executed on the 23rd of november at 8 a.m but but they they needed to erect a before that wasn't there a petition there was a petition correct There was a petition of 10,000 names who were opposed the death sentence. And this was sent to the the Home Secretary at the time? Yes. To reduce the death sentence to imprisonment? 
Yep. For what he'd done. Yeah. Because she was a loose woman. So she was, because of the illegitimate children, supposed illegitimate children, mm -hmm. she was painted as a, a loose woman and it was pretty much okay what she'd done. Yeah. Well, not okay, but it yeah. was made. Her life was less valuable than anybody else's. Yeah, because sort of, of thing. yeah. Which is awful, isn't it? Yeah, it is awful. But that's the sign of the times yeah. back then that women were less than men, weren't they? But luckily. Luckily. It didn't. It didn't. It, it wasn't didn't successful. And the Home Secretary said that it's the Crown's, um, that he didn't want to go against the Crown's judgment right. and it should be fulfilled. So because of this petitions, the people of the town weren't very happy. And because they needed to build. They needed to build um, a gallows out of wood, obviously. Mm -hmm. Well, they, they, they asked all the carpenters of the town to do it. They refused. They asked all the builders of the town to do it. They refused. Sorry, is that because they didn't want to be associated with it? They didn't. With, with they, him or with the execution itself? Both. They didn't want to, because he was such a lovely bloke, they didn't want to be res held responsible for being the people that helped to kill so him. So the people of, of Dargathlai are yeah. still... Sort of on his side. Yeah, 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 definitely. Right. Some people, not all people, yeah. but some people. Um, so they had to employ carpenters from Chester. So carpenters from Chester come down to the Death Light, erect the gallows and yep. the, well, whatever the else. The drop. The drop. And and, uh, so, and then went home. So the executioner, he was from... I don't know, Josh, where was the executioner from? Well, I th he came from came from Chester and he was a bit of a celebrity hangman if that's the word a celebrity well yeah because hanging was a day out back then yeah it was an entertainment wasn't it mm. um his name was William Marwood and he traveled from Chester jail for the day the day trip down to <laughs> Dolgathlai to um end well to see through the hanging yeah yeah, yeah. so so when he got off the train in Dogatlai, um, there wasn't many people around because it was very early in the morning because he did it all there and back in a day. Mm. But when he'd done the job, the people of Dogatlai, well, as he was going back to the train, cheered him and children like ran around him and he had pennies, coppers, and, and he just chucked them at the children. And like, so there you go, children. It's, it's really strange, isn't it? So you've got, on the one hand, you've got the carpenters, builders, and the skilled men of the, of Dargathlane not really wanting to um, be involved in in the hanging, but yeah. then their the children and their and their are, wives are and that are cheering the executioner <laughs> on the way home. It, it's, it does speak volumes about the time, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, so he was he was hung. He was that was the end of him. So that was when the twenty third of November. Yep. So he was buried in the grounds of Dargathla Jail. Yes, he was. Um, but there's a funny twist. There's a couple of funny twists, actually. So I'm going to go back to Sarah for a minute. Okay. Um, she was buried in a graveyard in Brithdeer, so above Dogathlai. Okay. Near where she lived. Right. Um, but her her leg wasn't, part of her leg wasn't, obviously. So on the 3rd of June, um, 1878, somebody discovered the missing part of Sarah. So that's over a year later? Yep. A year later, and they found it. In the river? In the river, which is mad. Cause further, you've got further down the river? Or yeah, it, well, in town. So it had been there for that yeah, long. Yeah, then, yeah. yeah. Um, but well, I don't know, because then if the river is in flood, 
it had gone back down again and then it probably flooded again so it probably got wedged on something and then so was she exhumed and then reburied i'm not sure on that one josh i can't answer that question um because nothing was really reported of it after she died after that um because she was just the victim like in many cases it was just Mm. the victim um but on the 22nd of november in 1878 so nearly a year after he'd been hung they had to exhume Cadwallader from the jail. Why was that? Because they sold the building. Well, they were selling the building. And, and they, they didn't want a murderer buried in the grounds because it didn't look good to sell the building. Well, you couldn't sell it for as much, I suppose. No, no. I think that it'd be the other way around, though, back then, because they were very macabre, the people. Come and look at a body of a... Murderer. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so anyway, so he got um, dug up. And where was he... Where was he reburied? He was reburied in Chester, so we had a little ride on the train again. So he's taken from Dargathlai to Chester? Yep. Is that because it was the nearest jail? Uh, I think so, yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, the nearest prison, functioning so prison. He's, so he's still there now? I believe so. So f- if you wanted a nice day out just down the road, Cadwallader de Jones, the... The murderer. The dismemberer. The dismemberer dis- 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 is buried in the grounds of the former jail at Chester. Which is where? It's um, by the Rudy car park. Ah, and it's still the there. Yes. Now, someone like, like you know more about this story than I do living in the, in the vicinity of it. Yeah. I find it quite strange that we know much more about the killer. Than the victim. Than the victim. And I suppose that's a bit of a theme with murders in this period. Like, again, the Ripper victims. I think it is with most murders still mm. now as well. You yeah. you don't you don't remember the names of the victims. You always remember the names of the perpetrator, which. Um, so, my question would be: What does that say about the society that this happened in? Because it is a, it's a Victorian it's a Victorian society that's pretty much quite obsessed with death, really, aren't they? Well, it would have been interesting if it was a woman that killed a man, because that that would have been reported much differently i think and she would definitely be hung and there wouldn't be any Mm. petitions against that would it so that kind of tells you a little bit very patriarchal society it was and she was a loose woman sarah apparently according to them so that's another reason that she wasn't it's a very sad story isn't it but it's a bit like the ripper victims though yeah and you can see the same themes within this story that you can see in other Victorian murders. Definitely. The same. So, yeah, so that's the story of Cadwallader Jones and Sarah Hughes. Well, thanks, Liz. That was very interesting for that's our first. Right. So, we are third year history students here at Wrexham Glindor University. Um, we've been doing podcasts over the summer last year um, in lockdown, but we've been doing them on a podcast app. A podcast app. So, today is our first time that we've been able to actually use a studio. With new machinery in it. It's fantastic. It is amazing. It is wonderful to be in a studio. Thank you. Thanks, Liz. That's all right.